Welcome to Female Fear Factory, the podcast, a space where people share their experience with fear inherited from the systems designed to keep certain people from stepping into the joy of their personhood. On this podcast, you will hear about when fear has hurt and when community is healed. The Female Fear Factory is a performance of patriarchal policing of and violence towards women and others cast female who are therefore considered safe to violate. What stood out to me most from the author's quote was the phrasing, safe to violate. It immediately made me appreciate the contradiction in the term itself because many of the spaces that people perceive as generally safe are really spaces where women are most often violated. It also made me think back to some of the experiences I've had to navigate myself. And what really stood out to me in some of these experiences was the boldness, the audacity of the perpetrators. That includes instances from street harassment, workplace harassment, and two specific incidents well over a decade ago where the same individual attempted to assault me twice in one weekend. The fact that he would be daring enough to attack me on an open street in the community I grew up in, and then in the perceived security of my own home, I felt that pointed to a belief he held that I was essentially safe to violate. So I think for most of my life, I've felt that way, but the author really put it into a term that just encapsulated it perfectly. Unfortunately, I came to understand myself as considered safe to violate from a very early age. I have very, very early memories of female relatives cautioning me to always be polite to men on the street. And that warning always carried a very different connotation from the usual reminders to be polite to your elders or to be polite to anyone, really. Years later, I look back on those warnings as I would say my first understanding that I was considered safe to violate simply because I was a girl. I would come to realize that these women had seen, heard, or experienced things that created a deep-rooted fear in them, and it was a fear that would eventually be passed down through generations of women. One specific incident which I think drove that fear in my case was a horrific murder of a young girl in St. Lucia in the late 90s. Um, She was found raped and murdered, and for years later, the story would be told of how the words for your style were written on her body when she was discovered. To this day, I don't honestly know how true that part of the story is, but what I do know is regardless of how true it was or not, that those words that people said were written on her, it instilled a level of fear for many, many young girls who grew up around that time. Um, Just for a little bit of context, in St. Lucian terminology, girls would be described as having style when others believed that these young girls thought they were better than everyone else. So you could be labeled as having too much style simply because you were reserved or shy, because you kept to yourself, or because you didn't feel obligated to respond to every man who tried to get your attention on the street. So I think I was about four years old when that murder happened but all the female relatives would reference that story for years, reminding me to essentially always be polite to men, to never ignore them for fear that they would perhaps punish me in the worst ways for bruising a man's ego. The fear of men essentially was instilled in me from way before I even became aware of myself as female and what that really meant. 
So I think over the years that fear has caused me to police myself in almost every aspect of my life really. So from an early age I held an uncomfortable understanding that men were generally not safe and that I as a girl was inherently vulnerable. So as a young girl and then as a teenager that meant avoiding sleepovers with friends who lived with brothers or fathers or other situations where I would be around men that were not direct relatives for example. But as I grew older that policing of myself extended to many other areas of my life. So for example as an adult I would essentially have a lot more control over where I go what I do and who I'm around but at the same time I recognize that those freedoms are limited simply because I am a woman and because fear is a very large and very real part of my existence so now as an adult that fear dictates where and how I travel it controls which gyms I go to what time of the day I decide to go for a walk it determines whether i stay at the beach an extra hour to watch the sunset or rush home before dark it automatically rules out which bars i feel comfortable going to and when i studied in the uk that fear constantly reminded me that even exploring online dating sites was probably a true crime story waiting to happen so i think there isn't really any aspect of my life where i'm not policed essentially Over the years the ways in which I've policed myself have definitely shifted but I would still say that carving out fear free spaces and just facing fear itself in the presence of violence has been a challenge. In some parts of the world there are of course women only bars and clubs and gyms and I would imagine or at least hope that these spaces create a feeling of safety for women but that's definitely not the case here in St. Lucia where I live and in the wider Caribbean. these female only spaces are essentially non-existent so we've had to essentially navigate that fear i think it's more a question of how to live as full a life as you can as a woman while not completely ignoring the need for safety so for me it's a matter of acknowledging that danger does exist but essentially not allowing it to control me Over the years I've also drawn strength from the realization that while I am still vulnerable in some ways I am not as vulnerable as I was when I was a young girl so I remind myself that I'm a lot more tuned in now to the red flags the danger signs the uncomfortable shifts in conversations in atmospheres in energy and I allow myself to live I allow myself to take those trips to savor the sunset to enjoy a walk because to live a life where as a woman you essentially do nothing or go nowhere or meet no one simply because of fear that's essentially living no life at all and i think that in itself is one of the worst forms of violence that's been created for us as women i am amani matre i am a writer and this has been my female fear factory story